This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. From our friends. 77 WABC. The number varies, but it's between a half a percent and one percent of the population. And we welcome them here in Nassau County to participate in sports and everything else we have to offer, just not on teams that identify themselves as a girls' team or a women's team. People talking and they're saying that you're leaving. So unhappy with the way that you've been living. We played Missing You earlier. This is Change. I don't believe, you know, we, um, on this show, with the great Lou Rafino, who's a musical genius, I must say. Eddie Murphy once called Stevie Wonder a musical genius. It was either raw or delirious, I forget which one. But I'm calling uh, Lou a musical genius, and he always uh, puts together these lists of birthdays and heavenly birthdays. But I don't believe Waite is celebrating anything today, but... We're just celebrating John Waite. We like him. <laughs> you know, you should have seen your your face this morning. I love John Waite, man. Well, when you came in at 5 o'clock, so behind the scenes, so you'll tell me, I think we're going to open with, and it's during the news, so I'm listening to you like, yeah, yeah, whatever, okay, and then I'll tell you something, and then you'll tell me something, and you were done. I want to play John Waite, <laughs> missing you. Because we'll want to talk about Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. But yeah. you look down on all the paper that I have where I write down so much stuff, and you saw his name, John Waite's name, at the top of the paper. It was so weird, bro. Talking yeah. about Dr. Sky, that was weird. You went, wait, why is he written? Why do you yeah. have that written down? Why did you have that written down? I was going to play this song. Oh, my yesterday. God. I just write things down so that I have my head and I don't have to think during the show. A lot. So I write, I wrote it down. I went, oh, let's play that song. Never did. And it was the piece of paper that you saw. Yeah. And his name was on the top. And you, it was strange. It was. I had just asked for John Wade, and there's his name but on a you, piece of paper. You didn't stop looking really uh, mystified. You were backing out yeah. of the room like, Bro, I got scared, bro. <laughs> I got scared. I did. Why do you have to <laughs> yeah. down? See, that song, Change, makes so much sense for my next guest because some of these kids are going through changes. God help them. And then, of course, Bruce Blakeman is changing the way we do things in Nassau County, which is why, in my opinion, which is the only opinion that matters, it's my show. 
Bruce Blakeman is a hero. He's a Nassau County executive. You know, I say this all the time, and I mean this. And I was friends and still am with Laura Curran before Bruce. This guy is great. This guy stands on Israel. His stance on the police, even when he offered to name a street in Bernard's name, and now this transgender stuff, I'm going to say it before Bruce hops on, normal people are sick of it. Yes, that's right. You want to get mad at me? F you. Normal people are sick of it. I've got a 19-year-old daughter who, who was a really good tennis player. She played against some stiff competition. She trained under Rick Macy. If you ever saw the movie that uh, Will Smith won the Academy Award for, King William, whatever the hell it was, Rick Macy was the guy in Florida that trained the Williams sisters. He also trained, I believe, Sharapova, Kornikova, Roddick. I don't even know the names. Doesn't matter. Ava trained with him. She was great. It cost me and Danielle hundreds of thousands of dollars. And if some kid walked on the court, with a set of balls, literally, but walked on the court because he identifies himself as a girl. If he was too young, I'd punch his father across the face. That's how I feel. So Bruce Blakeman did the right thing yesterday. There are protesters outside. Those people are grotesque. And listen, maybe some of them have kids that are going through this. I don't know. If that's the case, I actually sympathize with those people. But if you don't have anyone going through this and you really believe it's okay for a boy to play sports with girls, you're garbage. You're a moron. I'm sick of it. So thank you, Bruce Blakeman. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? Hey, Sid. Good morning. Anything I said there you disagree with? <laughs> no, I listen. Uh, I think it's a common sense issue, number one. And I also think it's a bullying issue. I mean, a transgender male that wants to play sports in an all-girls league or an all-women's league is bullying these girls and women, and we're not going to stand for it in Nassau County. They can compete against other males, or they can compete in a co-ed league. We are not anti-transgender. We are a welcoming county. But we also are a county that stands for fairness. And these girls practice really hard to get good at what they do in sports. And men are coming in and they're identifying themselves as transgender. And they're winning and setting records in girls' and women's sports. It's unfair. It lacks common sense. And it defies simple biology. The solution is really simple, and I've been saying it for years. You have women's sports, you have men's sports, you have trans sports. Let these people, God bless them all, I'm aware of the suicide rate and all that goes along with it, and that does sadden me. So let these people compete amongst themselves. They don't even belong in co-ed sports. i got to be honest, Bruce, I think you're being too nice. Men versus men, women versus women, trans versus trans. Bang! All done. Yeah, well, we would have a difference of opinion there because I believe that if a biological male wants to compete in the co-ed league, the women and the girls that are competing in that league know that they're competing against males. So I have no problem with that. It's transparent. 
What isn't transparent is when you have a girls' league or team, Mm -hmm. and you have biological males now competing in an all-girls or all-women's league. Yeah, but they know that he's a boy. The girls know. I mean, look, Bruce, this is an issue. If a girl and a boy go up, and I know women get upset, but get over it. It's ridiculous. The guys are just stronger. They can hurt these girls. And by the way, we've seen now, the last couple of days, we've seen stories of violence. There was some kid in Philadelphia, I think, I forget the city. He started going nuts. She did whatever the hell it is. And uh, started beating up girls on the court. So when you have the guy on the court with the girls, it was in Massachusetts, you run that risk. They don't belong on the same court, even in co-ed. Let trans compete against trans. You know, Sid, you have a 19-year-old daughter who competes in sports. Haven't we been fighting for decades for fairness in women's sports? Yes. And now those very same people that were fighting for fairness in women's sports, some of them are now saying, well, it doesn't have to be fair anymore. And that's where I have a problem. It's common sense. It's science. Men and boys are bigger, stronger, and faster. That's just a fact. So let girls compete against girls and let boys compete against boys. You want transgender versus transgender. I'm okay. I'm okay with transgenders competing in co-ed leagues. And you know what? We can have these conversations in a calm and civil way, but it's like the left wing left wing woke socialists, their hair's on fire. And it shouldn't be. They should be against this bullying of women and girls. You understand these are the same people that march with pro-Palestinians. And maybe they don't know, maybe they do, that if you're gay or trans, when you try to get an apartment in Gaza, they're going to throw you off the roof. These are the same people. There is no reasoning with crazy. And let me just say this. You made a great point yesterday. I'm sick of talking about them. What percentage, what percentage of our population makes up the trans community? Well, in Nassau County, we haven't got a study, but if you look across the United States, it's between a half a percent and one and a half percent. But that doesn't take into account a lot of young people who are just confused. And not sure who they yeah. are. Okay, and so let's okay so then too. so then let's do and this. By the way, wait, wait, wait. So so let's 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 move let's move it to two percent then because they're confused and not sure. So I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, not you, but the numbers. Let's make it two percent, Bruce. Bruce, we spend way too much time worrying about and talking about two percent of the population. We're starting to make laws for two percent of the population, not twenty, not forty, not sixty. That's nuts. Well, these are people who want to divide our country. There are people that want to change all of our values, and they come up with these positions that lack common sense, that aren't fair, and they impose it upon us in a bullying way. And if we disagree, all of a sudden we're transphobic. That's nonsense. I am accepting of transgender people in Nassau County. Come here, live here, have a beautiful life here. 
compete, but don't do so in a deceptive manner that bullies a biological male's way onto a girl's team. That's not fair. It's not acceptable. And we're not going to stand for it. That's very fair. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman. But that's how it works. You know, I'm a white guy. If I'm critical, I'll give you an example. If I'm critical of Attorney General Letitia James, because what she's doing to Donald Trump, uh, she should be in prison. Or even that other fat, stupid Alvin Bragg. They're both black. They are black, yes. They're also inept. They're racist. They're biased. They're agenda-driven. So if I say that, I run the risk of a black person or a white person calling me a racist. But you know what, Bruce Blakeman? At this point in my life, almost 57, I don't care. I don't care. Well, it used to be that if you were called a racist, it was a very serious allegation. And it usually involved activity that was reprehensible and unacceptable. Fair criticism is not racist, whether it's against a black person or a white person or any person. And right now in America, we are so consumed with identity politics that we don't realize that we can have civil conversations and disagreements without name calling. And, you know, I refuse to get involved in the name-calling business. That's something that the other side is doing, and I don't want any part of it. If you have an argument that you want to make, let's have that debate. Right. And right now, the other side, they can't come up with an argument that makes any kind of common sense or fairness against the simple notion that girls – who want to play against girls and women who want to play against women should have that right. And by the way, if they challenge me and they also have to challenge the WNBA, the women's U S open, the LPGA college women's sports, they have to go all the way. So be careful because what you may be doing is destroying women's sports in America, something that for decades women have been fighting for fairness. They finally got it, and now there are people who want to destroy that. It's wrong. It's bullying. And I am going to do everything I can to protect our girls and our women and their right to compete fairly in sports. One of our great leaders, and I mean that sincerely, National County Executive Bruce Blakeman, who is, again, one of the best people, one of the best politicians we've got anywhere in this country. You know, Bruce, I do want to touch on uh, two quick political things out there on Long Island with you. We'll let you run. We're not that far removed from Tom Swazi beating Mozzie Pillip. I know that uh, you and Cairo and King and all my dear friends, I love all of you, tried your best to get the win. Uh, I never thought she was going to win. Peter can tell you that, and she didn't, not because I'm Nostradamus, There were just too many things that were in the way, and I do believe in the end it hurt her. What do you feel about this upcoming race now in November to get that seat on a permanent basis? Well, first of all, the Democrats should stop crowing about Tom Swazi's victory. He ran as a Republican. He (laughs) said that he wanted to make his party uh, more centrist and 
less of a left-wing socialist dogmatic party. So, you know, if you didn't know any better and you weren't really well-versed, Tom Swazi, who spent a ton more money than Mozzie Pillip, spent it on advertisements that made him look like a Republican. So, if anything, this should be a wake-up call for the Democratic Party that they've gone too far to the left. And uh, so uh, I don't see this as a major victory uh, for the National Democratic Party. I think all it shows is that people want the Democratic Party to come closer to the center and not be out on the far left with all the lunatics. One more race that's coming up here. This is um, the Senate race, and this is the primary first, and then a chance to beat Kirsten Gillenbrand. So full transparency, I'm friends with Johnny Tobacco and Kara Kashanova. I like them both very much. But I'm also friends with King and you guys, and it seems to be a pretty good battle here. I mean, the people that don't like Mike Sapriconi really don't like him. I'm getting texts every day, Bruce. Oh, this guy donated to Cuomo and Grasso and Kaminsky. He's given more money to Democrats than, than Democrats give. And then, of course, uh, the pro-Cara people are telling me, look at her. You know, she's she's all for the Second Amendment. She she got 42% of the vote in a, in a blue district. And it's getting pretty nasty, honestly, in this primary to go against Gillibrand coming up next fall. Do you have any thoughts on this upcoming race? I have some very strong thoughts about it. And I like Mike Sapricone very much. I like Cara Castronova very much. And there were others that uh, could be very good and qualified candidates. But what I would say to both of them is compete in the convention and then whatever the convention does, whatever the convention decides, adhere to the convention, do not primary. This is a blue state. If you use your resources in a primary, you will have no shot at taking the race. So let's have a strong convention. Let both uh, parties, or, or there's probably more than two, uh, you got Eisen too. People like Eisen yeah. too. Yeah. You got Eisen as well, uh, who's a good candidate. Let the three of them come before the convention, and whatever the convention decides, all three of them should agree not to primary, because a primary, when you are such a minority in this state as a Republican, will do nothing but benefit the Democratic Party and Senator Gillibrand. So they should get in a room and decide not to primary, and the three of them should go before the convention and state their case, and whoever is the designee of the convention, that's who we should circle the wagons around and support. Would you consider then one of them who doesn't win this one maybe going up against Swazi come November? Well, that would be up to Chairman Cairo and the Nassau County Republican Committee, and... uh I certainly think, uh, again, that in the case of Mike and Kara, I believe they both live in uh, in the 3rd Congressional District. Uh, I think they're both potentially really good candidates and could win that 3rd Congressional seat race. So, But that's a decision that the Nassau County Republican Committee will have to make. And Sherman Cairo is a great leader. And uh, I believe that uh, they will come up with the right candidate for the 3rd Congressional District, and uh, we will rally around that person, and uh, hopefully we'll be, we'll be successful. When are you announcing you're running for president, 28 or 32? 
Uh, listen, I love my job as county executive, and uh, it's the best job in the world, so I'm very happy where I am. Now, you're doing a terrific job. You really are. I love your battle here, and what you're saying is fair. Let women compete against women. Let girls compete against girls. There's nothing There's nothing biased about that. There's it's just fair, and uh, you seem to be a very, very fair man, Bruce Blakeman. I'm a huge fan. Thank you so much. Great job yesterday. We'll talk again very soon. Thank you, Sid, and keep up the fight. You're you're a great leader. Uh-huh. Thank you, my man. Now, look who's talking. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman here on Sid and Friends in the Morning.